Hey everybody, Coach over here from the Car Bazaar, and today I'm here to present our card anthology episode over the last set in the Wrath Cycle. This episode and this set come after the second set of the Wrath Cycle, known as Stronghold. So let's take a look at the expansion set simply known as Exodus. Exodus was released on June 15, 1998, and was the second small expansion of the Wrath Cycle. Exodus was the 22nd set ever created, along with being the 14th true expansion in the Magic the Gathering franchise. The mechanics and themes seen in the Tempest set would continue to be shown in Exodus. The symbol of the set was the bridge. For this set, Mike Elliott would be the lead designer of the expansion, with Bill Rose and Mark Rosewater following suit. In terms of development, William Jockish would lead the development team which included Henry Stern and both assistant designers Bill Rose and Mark Rosewater also. Matt Wilson ended up being the art director for the Exodus expansion set. The mechanics and themes from Tempest would continue to be seen in the Exodus set. The evasion keyword Shadow would be seen in cards such as Dothi Warlord and Soltari Visionary, while the ability Buyback, which was the tactic used to get recently casted spells back to your hand, would be seen in cards such as Allay and Shattering Pulse. There were only two complete cycles contained within the Exodus set. The first cycle was called the Keepers, which were 1-2 Summon Wizard creatures with a casting cost of 2 of one particular color. Keeper of the Light was the white wizard that had the ability to pay 1 white mana, tap, and add 3 life if you had less life than a target opponent. Keeper of the Mine was the blue wizard that had the ability to pay 1 blue mana, tap, draw a card if your target opponent had at least 2 more cards than you did. Keeper of the Dead was a black wizard that had the ability to pay 1 black mana, tap, and destroy target non-black creature only if target opponent had 2 less creatures in their graveyard. Keeper of the Flame was the red wizard with the ability to pay 1 red mana, tap, and deal 2 damage to target opponent if that opponent has more life than you did. Keeper of the Beast was the green wizard that had the ability to pay 1 green mana, tap, and create a 2-2 green creature only if target opponent controls more creatures than you did. The other cycle were the Oaths, which were enchantment cards with upkeep effects that was used to equalize resources with an opponent in some way. The Oath cards could be used by either player during that player's upkeep phase. Oath of Lieges was the white Oath card that had the upkeep effect of searching for a basic land if target opponent had more lands on the field. Oath of Scholars was the blue Oath card that had the upkeep ability to discard their hand and draw three cards if that player's target opponent had more cards in hand. Oath of Ghouls was the black Oath card that had the upkeep ability for a player to be able to return a creature to their hand if their target opponent has less creatures in their graveyard. Oath of Mages was the red Oath card that could deal 1 damage to target opponent if that opponent had more life. And Oath of the Druids was the green Oath card that let a player reveal cards until a creature card was revealed. That card would be placed on the battlefield with the other revealed cards going into the graveyard. This Oath card could only be activated if target opponent had more creatures on the battlefield. Oath of Ghouls would end up being one of the slightly better cards as it was part of the recurring survival deck by Raphael Levy. That deck would end up being a semi-finalist in the 1998 World Championships. The storyline of Exodus continues the adventure of the crew of the Skyship Weatherlight. The Weatherlight crew had rescued and recovered Captain Sisse and pieces of the Legacy weapon. The crew must now retreat through Volrath's stronghold and escape through the portal that would take them out of the Plane of Wrath. The antagonists Volrath and Gren Ilvek are trying to reclaim the pieces of the legacy weapon, but must attend to the assault of the stronghold by the combined efforts of Elves, Kor, Vek, and Dai. This combined assault was planned by none other than Gerard Capuchin. Meanwhile, Krovax, the noble who was taken in by the skyship Weatherlight crew, has been changed with his new thirst for blood and power, threatening to destroy the entire skyship Weatherlight. 
The set size was a total of 143 cards, with 55 commons such as Predatory Hunger and Cat Burglar, 44 uncommons such as Treasure Trove and Mog Assassin, and 44 rares, which included cards like Workhorse and Paladin and Vec. The set was also separated into 74 creatures, 10 sorceries, 15 instant spells, 12 artifacts, 35 enchantments, and 1 land, with a few of the creatures also counting as artifacts. According to MTG Stocks, the average price of an Exodus card is $2.21. Four pre-constructed decks were made for Exodus and included cards from the set along with cards from the Tempest and Stronghold sets. The decks were called Dominator, which was a blue-themed deck, Groundbreaker, which was a black and red-themed deck, White Heat, which was a red and white colored deck, and Widowmaker, which was using the color scheme of blue and black. There was no green-flavored theme decks in this expansion of theme decks. There were also reprints in this set as well. Reprints included Angelic Blessing, which was a white sorcery card that gave a target creature plus three, plus three, and flying. Charging Paladin, which was a 2-2 Human Knight that received three more toughness when it attacked. Raging Goblin, which was a 1-1 creature that only had to be cast for one red mana and had haste. Depth of Dreams, which was a blue sorcery card that for each tapped opponent creature, you drew a card. And Wood Elves, which was a 1-1 creature that could retrieve a forest when it was put onto the battlefield. Here are some other cards that are the top three currently expensive, non-notable cards in each category. Starting with the creatures, Dominating Lissa was a 1-1 blue creature with the ability to gain control of Enchanted Creature. It is worth around $1. Urtai Wizard Adept was a 1-1 blue creature with the ability to counter target spell after paying 4 mana and being tapped. This card is worth around $4.50. Spike Weaver was a green creature that came into play with 3 1-1 counters on it. It also had two abilities which could place a 1-1 counter on a target creature or remove a 1-1 counter in order to make creatures deal no combat damage this turn. This card is worth around $15. Onto the sorceries, we have Death Suet, which is a black card that can return two creature cards from your graveyard. This card is worth around $0.25. Cents. Fade Away was a blue sorcery card that forced an opponent to pay mana or sacrifice permanents depending on the amount of creatures the opponent had. This card is also worth around 25 cents. Cataclysm was a white sorcery card that forces each player to choose an artifact, a creature, an enchantment, and a land. The other cards on the battlefield would be sacrificed. This card is worth around $5.50. For instant spells, Slaughter was the black card that could destroy a non-black creature. It also had the buyback ability where the price was four life. This card is worth around 25 cents. Finding Chance was a red instant spell where for each creature blocking, you flip the coin. If you won the coin toss, that creature battle would deal no damage. This card was also worth around 25 cents. Price of Progress was another red instant spell that dealt two damage to each player for each non-basic land he or she controls. This card is worth around $2.50. Listing the artifacts, there was a card spellbook which made your hand size infinite. This card is worth around 65 cents. Erratic Portal was the card that could force an opponent's creature to be returned to the hand unless the controller pays one generic mana. This card is worth around $1.25. Sphere of Resistance was the card that made spells cost one generic mana more expensive to cast. This card is worth around $17. The last category is Enchantments. Seismic Assault was a red card that whenever you discard a land card, you dealt two damage to target creature or player. This card is just under $2. Reconnaissance is a white enchantment card that can remove target attacking creature you controlled from combat and untap it. This card is worth around $2.50. Mana Bound is a green enchantment that would let you reveal your hand at the end step. If you did, 
You can put all land cards from it to the battlefield, but you must discard your hand afterwards. This card is worth around $4. Other cards seen in Exodus were cards like Exalted Dragon, which is a 5-5 white dragon with flying and cannot attack unless you sacrifice a land. This card was also the artwork for the Exodus booster packs. Monstrous Hound was a red 4-4 creature that couldn't attack or block unless you controlled more lands than an opponent. This card was the pre-release card for the Exodus expansion. Culling the Weak was the mana source card that allowed you to sacrifice a creature in order to gain 4 black mana. Soul Warden was a 1-1 white creature that made you gain 1 life when a creature came to the battlefield. This card would later be seen in Modern and EDH, in Token decks and Life Gain decks. There were 8 notable cards from the Exodus set. The first was Mind Over Matter, which was a blue enchantment card that made you choose and discard a card in order to tap or untap target artifact, creature, or land. Spike Cannibal was a 0-0 creature that came onto the battlefield with a 1-1 counter and had the ability to take all 1-1 counters and keep them after Spike Cannibal came onto the battlefield. Coat of Arms was an artifact that gave each creature plus one plus one for each creature on the battlefield that shares at least one creature type with it. City of Traders was the only land card from the set and if you play a land, you must sacrifice this card. If you tap City of Traders, you add two colorless mana to your mana pool. Hatred was a black instant card that you get to pay X amount of life and in return you get to target one creature and it gains X amount of power. No Brutes was an artifact card where you could pay 2 mana and tap to discard your hand and counter a target non-creature spell. Recurring Nightmare was a black enchantment card with the ability to sacrifice a creature and return this card to your hand. If you do, you may return target creature from your graveyard to the battlefield. This card could only be played when you could cast a sorcery. And finally, Survival of the Fittest was a green enchantment card that had the ability to pay 1 green mana with also discarding a creature card in order to search your library for another creature card reveal it, and put it into your hand. This card, along with Recurring Nightmare, were part of many strong decks at the time called Recurring Survival, which obtained quite a few number of top 8 spots at this point in time. On December 7, 2009, Exodus was released on MTGO along with the second Wrathblock expansion, Stronghold, being re-released with it. A sealed box of Exodus is worth around $450. So that is all I have today for this episode of Card Anthology. Please let us know in the comments what you thought about this episode and the cards contained inside the set. We always like to know what you guys think every time you guys watch an episode of Card Anthology. Next week, we'll be going over Portal Second Aid, so be on the lookout for that episode next Sunday. If you enjoyed this video, please sure to hit that like button, share this video, and subscribe to the channel if you have not done so already. Visit us on our social media pages such as Facebook, Twitter, and the MTG Amino app by clicking on the links below. Be sure to also check out my interview on the channel They Said We Said where channel host John interviews me on some of the issues of the MTG community. So I'll leave a video link in the description below. Thank you guys for so much of the continued support. This is Coach signing out and I will see you guys next time at the Card Bazaar.